This episode is brought to you by the Italian Wine Academy, teaching WSET levels 1, 2, and 3 in English, right here in Verona, the home of the Italian Wine Podcast. Want to become part of the international wine sector? Need a worldwide recognized certification? Don't know where to start? You can easily complete our courses while you enjoy the fun and excitement of Verona. Make your vacation good value for money by adding a wine certificate to your souvenirs. Visit our website at italianwineacademy.org for more information and sign up today to start your personal adventure in global wine education. Welcome to Jumbo Shrimp Wine Study Maps. We have specially created this free content for all our listeners who are studying for wine exams. This has been a journey of development since Stevie Kim discovered Rosie Baker's hand-drawn maps on Instagram through two years of work by our in-house editorial and graphics team, and now the maps are available to purchase in beta form while they undergo the final proofing and editing by our expert advisory board. It's a three-layered project because we know everyone learns differently. We now offer the complete box set of 39 maps, this series of podcasts with the maps narrated by our crack team of wine educators, and finally, the study guide book, which will be published later this year. Our map project is in no way a substitute for the material set out by other educational organizations, but we hope all the wine students out there will find our map project a new, exciting, and useful tool for learning. For more information and to buy the maps, please visit our website at mamajumboshrimp.com. Welcome to the Jumbo Shrimp Wine Study Maps podcast. This episode, we'll be looking at Alsace. Close out our series of map focuses on France, we'll be looking at Alsace, an area right up in the north eastern corner of France on the border with Germany that is famous for aromatic white wines made from a selection of what we call noble grape varieties. That's going to be our focus, but we'll also talk about some of the other varieties here. First off, I want to talk about labeling because it's very different here to the labeling system we've seen in France so far. Because we have a generic regional appellation of Alsace Appellation Controle. So, this is the vast majority of wines produced, most are single variety, and interestingly, varietally labeled, something that's very unusual in France. You get the occasional blends, but it's rare and some villages can add their names to the labels. Now, from this Alsace Appellation Controle, we go immediately to the next level, which is Grand Cru. So there's no village level here, no communes, no premier crew. We go immediately to this top level of Alsace Grand Cru. And these are 50 or so vineyards that are given the designation of Grand Cru, The wines must be a single noble variety, so Riesling, Gewurz, Gemino, Pinot Gris, or Muscat. And the label must have the vineyard name on it, the vintage, and the grape variety. Now, in addition to this, we have two other key labeling terms, the first of which is Vendange Tardive, or VT. This is a labeling term that designates a late harvest, but what makes it specific in Alsace is it is a legal naming term. Therefore, it is actually legally regulated by the regional body, which means that the regional body selects the date after which it's possible to label your wines Vendange Tardive. So if you harvest your grapes after that date, 
you are allowed to use Vendange Tardive on your label, provided that it is made from one of the four noble grape varieties and that it meets the minimum sugar ripeness requirements. Often you will find as well here that grapes will have undergone pasillage, so this drying of the grapes slightly. Finally, we have Selection de Grand Nobel, which must have a higher level of sugar ripeness than Vendange Tardive. Therefore, they will have been picked later or undergone longer drying. They are also wines that usually have some degree of noble rot. Again, focused around these four noble varieties, and these wines are not produced every year. They're only produced in very small quantities in the select best years. So as you can tell already from these labeling terms, we have a huge potential here for picking during this extra ripeness period. Why is this? This is because of the particular climate conditions within the Alsace. So it's a cool to moderate continental climate, but it's actually relatively warm and dry in comparison to other areas because of the rain shadow provided by the Vosges Mountains. So the Vosges Mountains shadow the vineyards from wind and rain. The wind and rain coming across France hit the mountains and can travel no further. And the vines are planted on the other side of this rain shadow, provided with sunny summers, long dry autumns, and great amounts of sunshine. It's so dry here that often in the driest years, drought is an issue in the vineyards. Now, as a result of this, we have some of the longest growing seasons in Europe. And this allows for aromatic grape varieties such as Riesling, Gewürztraminer, Pinot Gris, and Muscat to be harvested at different times to produce different types of wines. Italian Wine Podcast, part of the Mama Jumbo Shrimp family. The other thing to think about in terms of having these mountains is position on the slopes. So the best vineyards are on the mid-slopes, gaining great aspect. So east to southeast aspect, gaining extra sunshine, extra ripeness. They're trained low to benefit from radiated heat and are harvested by hand for extra selection, allowing these different picking times through the vineyard and different selections. These will be the Alsace Grand Cru wines, Bondange Tardive, Selection de Grand Nobel. On the plains, however, so on these flatter areas, the vines are trained much higher up to avoid rot. And grapes are often used for the Appalachian wines, so the Alsace Appalachian, and also sometimes for Cremont d'Alsace, the sparkling wines here. So let's dive in a little bit to the grape varieties and think about styles starting with these four noble varieties of Riesling, Gewürztraminer, Pinot Gris, and Muscat, of which there are actually two types planted in the Alsace. So Riesling is our number one planted grape variety here, producing medium to full-bodied dry wines with often medium alcohol and high acidity. They have citrus and stone fruit, sometimes steely character. Many wines are left with residual sugar, to balance the high acidity. They tend to be a little bit less floral than German Rieslings, a little bit more stony or steely. Gewürztraminer produces pungent golden wines, often with a slight tinge of pink, 
They are full-bodied, oily, with low to medium acidity and quite often high alcohol, with lots of powerful aromatic spicy notes. Pinot Gris here tends to be rich and full-bodied, again with high alcohol, lots of acidity, but they tend to be less aromatic than the Kvartstramina and Riesling wines. Fresh and dried fruits and a honey character. Finally, the Muscat wines. We have two types here, the most prestigious of which is Muscat Blanc a Petit Gram, which is intensely aromatic with lots of orange blossom, rose, grape, light to medium body, low to medium acidity. Its problem is that it's prone to poor fruit set and rot. Muscat Ottonel, on the other hand, is more widely planted because it's easier to ripen, but does tend to be less aromatic. Now, all four of these great varieties we've been talking about are used to produce a broad range of wines from Alsace Appalachian wines, so a little bit easier, simpler, fruity, aromatic, all the way up to the Selection Underground Nobel, hand-harvested Noble Rot wines. Often you find dry wines here with great suitability for aging. The wines that are planted on the plains that are used either for Alsace, Appalachian, or even table wines are Pinot Blanc, Orsoir, and Silvana, producing much more neutral wines with no suitability for aging, but lovely, light, refreshing acidity. Now, before we leave the Alsace and close out our French series of the Jumbo Shrimp Wine Study Maps podcast, we will talk about the black grapes of the Alsace because it is possible to grow Pinot Noir here. It's the only black grape variety permitted, but it is dry here and you have a long growing season. So it is with great potential and tanning ripeness. Tend to be light and fruity though, less weight and concentration than the burgundy wines of Pinot Noir, obviously because we're in this cooler climate, so lighter and fresher. Really, one of the key things to be focusing on in the Alsace is this influence of the Vosges Mountains and how that can affect ripening and this ability to pick at different times to produce these different styles of wine from Appalachian Alsace AOC wines to Alsace Grand Cru to Vendange Tardive to Selection de Grand Nobel. Thanks for listening to this episode of Italian Wine Podcast, brought to you by Italian Wine Academy, offering WSET levels 1, 2, and 3 in English. Visit our website at italianwineacademy.org for more information and sign up today to start your personal adventure in global wine education right here in the heart of Verona. Remember to subscribe and like Italian Wine Podcast and catch us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and wherever you get your pods. You can also find our entire back catalog of episodes at italianwinepodcast.com. Jean Jean! I'm Joy Livingston, and I am the producer of the Italian Wine Podcast. Thank you for listening. We are the only wine podcast that has been doing a daily show since the pandemic began. This is a labor of love, and we are committed to bringing you free content every day. Of course, this takes time and effort, not to mention the cost of equipment, production, and editing. We would be grateful for your donations, suggestions, requests, and ideas. For more information on how to get in touch, go to italianwinepodcast.com.